Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Welcome to the Gray and Green Show. Two girls who will say what you're all thinking anyway. We are very lucky to have an awesome sponsor, Urban Obsession, in downtown Grand Rapids on Fountain Street. Right now, Urban Obsession's offering 25% off all hair color services. Go ahead, go for that new look for fall and the holidays with Urban Obsession's Simply Smooth Pure Color. It's keratin infused. Call and make an appointment and tell them Jackie and Rachel sent you. It's episode 51 of the Gray and Green Show, and um, we are actually doing this right now on Jackie Green's YouTube page. Yes, we're kind of starting a new thing. We want to do videos when we do this, so we're on YouTube. We're live, but it'll be there later, I think. Do you have moments in life where you're like, wow, I'm I'm so unbelievably old? Like, you mm-hmm. realize, like, we were talking, You Jackie came over and hung out yesterday. We we're talking in the kitchen about how when we go to bars, we want to sit down. I just want to sit. I want to sit. with a concert. And you know what? I want to talk to you. Yeah. I want to... <laughs> I want to know hear your voice. I want to know what you think about life. I want to catch. I want to catch up. <laughs> Honest to God, and I want there to be food. Yes, we must eat. When I go to a bar and there's no food, I'm like, "What do you have to eat? Do you have like apps?" And they right. look at me like, "No." I don't. Get then it. I'm out. Yeah. Do you have popcorn at least? Oh God, popcorn bars. No, I need to be full. Okay, but it's better than nothing. That's true. When you have absolutely but, nothing, I'm just angry the whole time. I'm angry usually when there's popcorn too. I need like a mozzarella stick. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I think, Sandwich. But that's part of like getting older and like we realize it. Well, I didn't know that YouTube could do live streaming like Facebook does. I've never actually done it. I just know that it, my YouTube account said, you've unlocked live stream. Like I can do it now. Well, hello. So I thought, <laughs> let's do it on YouTube instead of Facebook. Yeah. Facebook has too many algorithms I don't trust. Yes. Where I'm not, Damn my you, Zuckerberg. not getting seen. Yep, that'll like get you. So why not do it here? So, yeah, here we are on YouTube Live. I didn't know that it was a thing, and that was making me feel old up until this moment because Jackie has never used it either. Yeah, so you're not old. And if people want to find your YouTube channel, do they just look up? Is it Jackie Jackie, Green? Jackie Green, not Jackie on here. I'll do some edits to it and probably change the name maybe to the Gray and Green Show because I don't use it. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. So we now have all these followers yeah, that we yeah, didn't earn. Followers. Built in. Awesome. But followers, you like it. You like it, hopefully. Yeah. So, uh, Rachel, what are we talking about today? Well, <laughs> we actually planned this episode. We did, which is always rare. surprising. It's rare. a rare thing. But because of the Harvey Weinstein sexual assault drama that's going on right yeah. now, um, I thought we should talk about the Me Too thing. I mean, it's so popular as far as like something to be talked about right now. And I think it's something that needs to be talked right. about. That Honestly, there were things that have happened to me growing up that I have kept to myself for years. And oh, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be very open about these things today. Oh. Like weird stuff that has happened growing up that maybe that I should have. You didn't think was weird at the time. Yes. But first, let's preface the Harvey Weinstein stuff and like what's going yeah, on. Yeah, because you might not be up to date. Harvey Weinstein owns the, well, part owner used to be Weinstein Company. Made a bunch of movies. And well, I'm not talking about just boring movies or movies that you, you know, see on TV or on Lifetime. I'm talking about movies, movies, movies that have won Oscars. And he's worked with almost every celebrity in Hollywood. He's been around forever. 
And it came out, I think the New York Times broke the story that he paid off eight women who accused him of sexual assault. Well, as details come out, he loses his job. And now, because of this, details are coming out about different A-list celebrities, B-list, C-list, D-list celebrities, that have been victimized victimized by him. And the stories that have come out have been just nuts. Like, I think Mm -hmm. Ashley Judd was, like, one of the first ones to say, like, yeah, I went to his hotel room. He was in a bathrobe. Whatever. Um, There was another one with Gwyneth Paltrow saying, I'm getting it all mixed up because there have been so many blurred together. So many women are coming out. And then so many now are coming forward about other situations they've been in. So now I'm mixing up all the Hollywood starlets and what happened. Yes, absolutely. I think the one that threw me for a loop the most was uh, Kate Beckinsale because she was only 17. Yeah, she was a kid. She was a kid. He tried to get her drunk. She was showing up at a hotel actually to have a meeting with him. And the concierge was like, well, you need to go up to his room. And when she got up there, he was like in his bathrobe. Weird. Yeah. I'd be out the door. Oh, just so creepy and gross. But now that like... These stories are coming out. And I mean, one of the girls from the Pussycat Dolls was sharing stories about different things about people being. Did you hear um, Jennifer Lawrence shared a story that had nothing to do with him, but a same topic. Yeah. She said a woman made her do a lineup with other women yeah. completely nude mm-hmm. and then told her you should use that as motivation to lose weight. It's that's it's sickening. Degrading. Like, that's holy horrible. How? If they told me to get naked and stand in line with other women, I would say now. I would too. Like, I'd go, no. And I'd start laughing because I probably would think it was a joke. Do you know how many people in this world, though? I mean, I, w- I was talking to our morning show partner, Ken, about right. this today. I cannot believe, like, everybody, I mean, being rich and famous is a big thing. Being a movie star is a big thing. We look up to these people. The young girls look up to these people. Right. And I'm, are you kidding me? I do not miss a red carpet. Like, I love that stuff. I love seeing Are you the- kidding me? Red- I don't. <laughs> But you see the things that they have gone through, like the fact that Jennifer Lawrence wanted to be in this movie so bad that she continued to stand in this line right. next to 15 that other naked women. That was her only option in her mind was, I guess I just got to do it. Right. It was, I mean, it's humiliating. It is. It's, it's incredible the things that have come out. But I think that it's good that people are talking about this because obviously so much of this has been kept under wraps for so long. So long. And Hollywood, I mean. Or they just thought it was normal. And let it go. That could be. Some people may Some have people felt thought, that way. I guess that's just how it is. What can I do? Right. But I think there's all this obviously stuff going on throughout right. this industry. But obviously it's, as we found out with this Me Too hashtag that's everywhere, it is not just isolated to Hollywood. No. I mean, I don't think I know a girl, and this is a bold statement, that hasn't been sexually harassed in some way. There's not a girl that hasn't. Almost. Every female friend of mine, and I reached out to a lot of them this week because I wanted to hear what they had to say about it before we did this podcast. Almost every one of them told me they could share that Me Too status. Everyone. The ones that say they never have aren't thinking. They're not thinking. There's a chance. Yeah. And they're not thinking back far enough. Because you, whether it was in high school, college, there was an instance where you felt uncomfortable because you were a woman. Or somebody made a comment to you. Right. Or made a comment to you. And I think, and I can only speak from my personal experience, but being in this business and what a boys club this business is. Oh my God. It's it's unbelievable. It's sick. The things that have been said to myself, to coworkers of mine, to you. Right. I mean, it's appalling. And I think that this stuff has been going on for so long and this Me Too hashtag that I'm seeing 
everywhere. Like people on Facebook are sharing it that I never would expect Same. would even say something. Same. Do you feel I'm like that? I'm floored by some of the people I'm seeing their statuses. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. Right. It's unbelievable. But I, at first, when all this came out in the Hollywood stars were talking right. about this happened to me, this happened to me. First thing I thought, first thing, initial jump, Rachel Gray, judgment reaction, as I do, was I can't believe they're just now coming out with this. This guy's been working in the business 30 years and Angelina Jolie's just now saying something happened. Right. Gwyneth Paltrow's just now saying something happened. And then I stood back and I thought, wait a second. This has happened to me so many times, and so nobody lost much. their job over it. Right. Mm, uh, I never I've said anything. Multiple instances where I would sit in this room and, like, practically cry or call you. Yeah. And then everyone would say, you should go say something. But I was too afraid. If I say something. I remember something, having the conversation with you. Nothing will happen. And instead, he'll, the person will know that I said something, and then it's going to be awkward because I know nothing will happen. Right. And I still stand by that. That person's not even here anymore. And I stand by nothing would have happened if I said yeah. something. He might have got a slap on the wrist and then been back in yeah. here. And then I, or maybe I had been forced to apologize to me, which would have been very uncomfortable. But that's the thing about the Me Too status. I feel like we have to say something. Right. Look at all these people this has happened to. If we don't say anything and if, you know, I, and I'm totally guilty of it, too. I can't sit back and let this happen because you got a daughter. I got a daughter. Right. We, if we don't start saying something or teaching them to say something and stuff, because I was afraid. Right. I was terrified. This, though, when I think about it, and this is going back, this goes all the way back to when I was like in middle school. Really? And I thought about it a lot over the last couple of days, reading the statuses online and what people are saying. When I was like 13, I got boobs before everybody else. Right. Developed I, early. I did develop early. I got my period when I was like 10. Oh my gosh. It was great. Real early. Yes, like fifth grade. And I developed earlier than everybody. And I remember I was at a New Year's Eve party. And everybody kept thinking it was really funny to turn the lights off and like oh, yeah. make out. Ooh, we're going to kiss. Yes. Well, we're going to hide in the closet. I remember I was sitting on a couch. Somebody flipped the lights off. And the guy next to me grabbed both my boobs. <gasps> Not kidding. And I had boobs before everybody else. Right. Here's the thing, though. I laughed it off. Ha ha ha. Yeah. I didn't. Actually, at the time, I honestly think that I was thinking, oh, my God, boys like me. Like you didn't care. Yeah. You thought, oh, my God, they, they like me. And I was using my body for that. And yeah, I was you didn't 13. Know. I didn't know. That but that is that's a form of assault. Yeah, exactly. You cannot grab someone Someone's like that. And I didn't tell them to stop i didn't right. say anything and as time's gone on and i've thought about it You're like that was oh my screwed god up. really screwed up like i can't believe i did that and i let it happen right i let this happen i never told my parents well no why would you think to tell your parents that right you probably would have thought if anything you'd get in trouble for being at a party that was doing that. right but that was when I was 13. Right. You were this kid. carried all the way into my 30s. <laughs> like, right. that is nuts to me. Right. I, I, when would you say, like, this stuff started happening? I was having a late bloomer in terms of that. Yeah. Where I, all through middle school, we'd have parties and people would, like, kiss or place in the bottle. And I'd go, no. And I would watch. And everyone would joke about it. You would never play? Nope. Oh, see, I One was always playing. I played. Cause I, no, I didn't even play. It landed on me because I was sitting on the couch and I said, no. And I was like super like, 
no, I'm not kissing these guys. Good for you. And so I kissed a guy on the forehead. <laughs> to prove, like, just because I was like, it's like I'm the not kiss doing your grandma this. gives you. Yeah, and they, everyone laughed, and it was funny, and they like, were like, oh, okay, leave her alone. And Good it was for you, end. though. I did, by the time I got into high school, I started dating someone, my first real boyfriend. Like, not my first boyfriend of two, three months, you know, yeah. but my first real relationship that lasted a couple of years. Mm-hmm. He, at the time, I never thought was, like, abusive or, like, a bad boyfriend. Right. Really, because I liked him. Oh, God, I'm obsessed with this guy. But he was emotionally abusive. He multiple times tried to force himself on me when I didn't want to. Whoa. It was bad for years. And I hated him. Like, I literally, like, hated him at one point. By the end of the How relationship. How old were you? 17, 16. Really? And I got to the point where I was like, I can't dump him because he won't go away. He won't go was away. Was he possessive? Yes. And- like, I remember one time, he didn't go to my school. And I had a year, I, like, had gone to a formal dance. He had a hockey tournament and couldn't go. I was, like, in 10th grade, 11th grade. And so I went with my girlfriends. Yeah. And I danced with one of my buddies, like just dance. And someone took a picture for the yearbook and I didn't know it. And we were dancing like, like this. Right. That's like, because that's what they close. made you do. Like on your shoulders, we like close. hands on the shoulders. And it was a boy that lived down the street from me. I'd known him since sixth grade. It was just a friend. His twin sister was one of my friends. He got and jealous. The yearbook came out. Our yearbook comes out, mind you, a year later because ours would, what they wanted to keep all the spring sports. So oh, okay. this happened winter formal of 10th grade. 11th grade fall our yearbooks come in and somehow he saw my yearbook probably because he stole it from my room or some screwed up thing because that's the kind of guy he was he was flipping through it and he saw this picture he lost his damn mind called me every derogatory name in the book a slut a skank threw it across the room flipping out of me because i danced with a boy at a dance were you scared yeah I thought, well, I started to think I was did something wrong. Oh, I danced with Chris. I shouldn't have. But I meant, like, were you scared? Like, did you think he was going to hit you or something? No, I never thought. I never was afraid that he would hit me or anything like that. No. That never happened. Like, I never had, like, f- fear of him physically. More just fear. Like, I don't know what I was afraid. I just, like, I couldn't leave him, I felt like. Like, yeah. no one else is going to date me. I'm dating this guy. Right. He's good looking. He's pretty nice. He's really funny. Okay, that goes back to the same thing of me in middle school. It was insecurity. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, yeah. I was so insecure. It was insecurity. And my parents hated him because it was very apparent that he was very possessive. Oh, my parents me. hated my first boyfriend, so, too. So because they hated him so much, it made me just be like, I don't want to leave. I like <laughs> Sorry, said his name. I, <laughs> I, I like him, you know, whatever. And I think he's probably changed a lot now that he's a grown-ass man. I'm sure. But I'll tell you what. He's already been divorced. No kidding. Doesn't surprise me. Wow. And I, hate, I know that sounds really mean, like talking about someone yeah. like that. It doesn't surprise me because I remember growing up after we finally broke up and I was in college, my mom said to me, you know, I will not be surprised if his relationships end badly for the rest of his life because he's so possessive. That's that's a usually a really big red flag. So yeah. possessive. I mean, it was horrible. Like he would call my, ba- I had my own phone line in my room and it was early 2000s. Well, that's so cool. It was fancy. Oh my God, would listen call to you. All night, he'd call it over and over again. I used to leave my parents' phone off the hook so my high school boyfriend would stop calling the house because he was also really possessive. Yes. I would leave it off the hook just so he could not call. I would unplug it. Yeah, because he was crazy too. And I couldn't get away from him. Like, I felt like I couldn't. He didn't even go to my school. He would get mad if he found out I wore makeup to school. Because who was I trying to impress? Oh my God, my high school boyfriend did the same thing. He's like, oh, who are you dressing up for? Why do you think you yes. need to wear makeup today? So like, I went through a phase where I like never wore makeup or dressed up. Yeah. Ever. And that was like my thing back then. Like by my senior yeah. year, I won best dressed in my class. Like by in the student awards. Fun fact, I was also best dressed for 2004. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome! 
Is yeah. it? <laughs> like that was one of the yeah. things I did. Yeah. I was into like fashion and stuff. But I went through my sophomore and mo- half of my junior year. I never dressed nice. I wore like cross country t-shirts every day and like jeans. Right. And hair in a ponytail. Like I look now. Because <laughs> I'm a mom but now. But you don't care. But because... I was like, if he Scared. saw me that day or saw me, if he came to my track meet after school and I had like makeup on, he'd be like, why did you wear makeup to school? And wow. Because like, I wanted to, it would be, and then it would be yeah. a fight because he was crazy. But don't you think that when we talk about these instances and things that happen when we were younger, that they transferred over to our adult life? Totally. When I think about you telling the story and I think about me growing up and like being developed before everybody else and letting people grab my boobs like that, I literally used to show them like on spring break. Right. Like, that's, that's the trashiest thing in the world. But you had the power then, and I think... Maybe, but I think I was insecure. It's a, it's a little trashy. It's not, you I don't have, have to friends. say it under your breath. I have a lot of friends that did that, too, and I used to think, what are you doing? Right. Why are you doing that? I was like, these are huge. <laughs> Look at these. <laughs> I, I, know, I really did. And I think back now, and I'm like, that stuff carried over to my adult life. I mistook sexual harassment in my life for years as somebody being fond of me. Oh yeah. You know? Uh Uh-huh. And I think about stuff that's happened in this business. Like here's an example. One of my coworkers once who was like 20 some years older than me, I worked directly with this guy every day. He was like in his mid forties and he would say, man, if I was your age, if I was your age, I wouldn't stop from dating. Like it was really creepy and made me uncomfortable. I didn't care. No. No. I didn't care. Where, where, where did you say you met? Who? I'm sorry. It was one of my old coworkers. Oh, okay. okay at okay, a different gotcha, job, yeah. and it kind of made me uncomfortable. But I would just move on from yeah, it. Yeah, like okay. yeah. That was like minimal to what happened like down the road. I had a boss once. I think I can say this. Um, he would always say, "You dumped that boyfriend yet?" This is Aaron. He was talking about you dumped that Your boyfriend yet? My husband now. And I'd go, no, no. You know, and he'd go, well, I want to take you out. Tonight. I want it, it was really uncomfortable. Right. And then, I mean, at one point, no joke, he said, did you get divorced yet? And this was after my wedding. And I, That's took, not funny. I took my wedding ring and I went, I'm married. This In his face. Funny. Here's the other kicker. There was another guy in the room when he was doing this. Of course. And his answer was, a ring doesn't plug the hole. Yeah. What did you say back? I said, I'm leaving. And I left his office. I never said anything. I kept it to myself. I complained to my husband about it when I got home. And Aaron Aaron was pissed, rightly so. Obviously. I should have said something. Right. And the guy in the room with me should have said something, too. They totally should have. And it was... It was a moment that I was like, "That's now I thought to myself, that was the moment that I was like, this has to stop. And it's the moment you realize I can't trust anyone because you sat there and let that happen to right. me. Right. And that's the thing. I, I didn't tell anybody. And like I said in the beginning of the podcast, here I am ripping on, you know, celebrities. Why didn't they say anything? I didn't say anything. Right. He said that to me. That was, that was years ago. Right. Um, he, I never, I kept it to myself. I could have had that man fired probably Easily. at least 10 times. Easily. I, when I started my career, this is kind of in a similar boat, but this is other women almost doing it. And they don't even realize they're doing it because they think, because I'm a woman talking about another woman, it's not the same thing. Right. 
Well, when I started, I was still in college. I had about two semesters left when I was actually on air. Right. And I've always been into cosplay. I love it about her. I like making costumes. Jackie likes a costume. I had friends (laughs) that liked to dabble in photography for fun. You know what I mean? Like None of them did it full time. It was like artistic. It was just fun. I would make costumes. I would do things. We'd go photograph them. It was a goof. Something I like to do. Whatever. Well, oh my God. Excuse me. I just burped. (laughs) Oh my God. I just burped. Oh my God. I'm like on fire. I can't stop burping. (laughs) It's the pop. It's the pop. Okay. So, collecting myself, I'm back. Jackie. And um, so anyway, I would put these photos on my blog. Like, oh, this new one I did was a, a take on Alice in Wonderland. Or this one I did was a take on this. And, and it's you in costume. Me in costume. Some of them were, um, none of them I would say were skanky. Yeah. Or like anything like that. I mean, some of them were a little revealing. Like I'd have leg showing, rarely stomach. I might right. have one or two photo shoots I've had where a little bit of my stomach showed, but yeah. nothing that I was ashamed of or like embarrassed by. You never just, thought it was like over sexualized. I never thought they were so over sexualized, especially when some of the photos I've seen on Facebook, of other people. Yeah. That I was like uncomfortable by it. Like if I would look at it and go, Ooh, is that too much? Then I normally didn't put it online. I'd be like, okay, I went too far in that one. I don't like it. It's too much. Yeah. So I would put them on my blog anyway. That would go on the radio station. I, I had, it was my blog, and like listeners would go look at it, and some listeners would write dumb things, but I just ignore those guys. Now Jackie worked them. for a rock station rock in station, town, so we were predominantly men. Yeah. Now half of it was good because it was kind of like the geek genre. A lot of the guys in like I'd get girls too, and we had fun conversations, and they did photo shoots like that too, whatever. But I had a professor at Ferris say to me in the hall one day, "We had to talk about you." The other day, Jackie. And I go, about me? What do you mean? Goes, what, do you, what does that mean? And I said, what about me? And I was kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm like, professors only talk one thing about me. She doesn't try hard enough. Real, realistically. What? I didn't try very hard. <laughs> so I go, what about? And she goes, just about like, you know, how you're kind of using your sexuality to advance your career. And I said, no, I'm not. And I was like, shaking. I was, couldn't believe someone said that to me. My God, did you and, cry? Uh, not in front of her. And Good. I just stood there and I went, no, I'm not. And she goes, and not, I'm not saying in a bad way. I'm just saying, you know, like we we're just talking about how you're you basically using your photo shoots and your like beauty to advance your career. That's where you're why you're getting where you're going. But really, you just like dressing up. But I just like doing that stuff. I don't think that was, what I was using it. I mean, if whatever, I guess if that advanced my career, it did. Cool. People like my hobby and it advanced my career. Right, but you weren't showing off your boobs just to get a job. No one said, That's Jackie, much different. you can't be on the radio if you don't do this. That never came up. Right. You know what I mean? It was just something I was doing. And they certainly weren't like... And I said, well, I don't think that's true. And I just kind of stood there awkwardly, like I didn't know what to say. And then she went, oh, no, you know, it was just quite the de- it just sparked quite the debate about communication. Okay, and then you're she went not back a topic for a professor yeah. in front of your peers in right. school. Well, the, my peers weren't there. We were in the hallway. but No, but like the other students, I mean. Right. That's incredible. Well, no, it was her and other professors having the debate. Oh, I thought that she did it for class. That was even worse. They had a communication board meeting, and her and other professors were talking about this, she said. And I may be butchering it, but that's what she said to me. I don't know how the actual meeting went, because I wasn't there. Right. So I don't know how it came up. But she said, you sparked quite the debate. Because I'll never forget that sentence coming out of her mouth. And I said, why? Yeah. And she told me because of that. And I was so upset that I was online. Like, do I need to delete all my photos? Is this bad? But, like, 
a lot of them I had done and built. I was an intern, had built my own website with professional photos. People didn't even realize I was only an intern. They thought I was on air because I looked so professional. I had worked really hard. Yeah. My husband, now husband, had put together like a radio studio in his basement, and I would record podcasts and put them on this blog and like. Yeah. That's how I got on air. what a go-getter. That's how I got on air. Yeah. And so I didn't think twice about it, but she made me feel so bad. Like, and I don't know if that was her intention, but I was like, man, maybe I, maybe I am like, maybe I'm unintentionally. Here's the thing. You can't control how other people look at it. Right. I think Maya Bialik got a bunch of hate this week because she said the world is not perfect. She's right about that. Mm-hmm. The world is not perfect. There are perverts on the internet. Right. There are people in this world that are going to say disgusting things to you. There are people in right. this world who are going to sexually harass you. And it, honestly, that's my thing. You talk about this, and that was a female teacher. Right. That was a female professor who I'd had for five years, all of college. I had her. And so I you like never, knew her well. Yeah. And I thought at this point, like, I didn't ever have that feeling of, I really want my professors to be proud of me. Like, I never really cared. But I was at a point where I had, I didn't fail, but I got a lot of C minuses and had to retake, like, four different classes because I just wasn't trying hard enough. And I had been in college a long time, which we talked about before. Yeah. And I had finally found a career because before I didn't even know what I wanted to do. Right. And I thought, they're going to be so proud of me. I'm the only one who now has a full-time job. I'm on air. Like, I'm broadcasting. Yeah. In communication. Full time before mm-hmm. I've even graduated. So I really thought these people are going to think I turned around like, look at she's found something she's passionate about. But instead, that was what I got. Right. And I was like, OK, so it sucks that that's what they saw and not the fact that you were yeah. doing your own podcast and that right. you were producing things. And I was producing things and going to work at 4 a.m., leaving Ferris at 4 a.m. to get to the show by 5 a.m. to help, you know, with the morning show. Like instead, they wanted to talk about what you were yeah. wearing on social media. Yeah. Not even social media because we barely had Facebook at the time. It was like 2009. Like I was putting it on a blog. Huh. Like That's this, incredible. This was back when you could only upload a couple of pictures at a time, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. And like I'm like thinking back to the photos I even took then in like 2010, 2009. Yeah. And they weren't bad. Yeah. Like I remember one of them. I did a, I went to vintage stores and I did videos putting together pieces on how to make a like a Halloween costume, like a Harley Quinn. And this is before she was huge. So I had bought a tutu skirt that was like just above my knees. Mm-hmm. And it was really puffy, but it had um, playing card symbols all over it, like okay. diamonds. Then I bought a halter top that was a full coverage halter top. Yeah. That was black and red piping. Then I bought a men's suit coat that had um, little black diamonds all over it. Yeah. And we cut and made bracelets out of it and like trim. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool. I wore like knee high, like black and red stockings. And we did the photos and I had like a little fake gun. And I'm like, look yeah. at it. This is cool. Oops, sorry. Um, so why you get a closer mic. The morning show, which was all men, saw the photos. And the next day went on air and pulled up each photo and ripped me apart. I can practically see her peach. What? Yeah. I bawled my eyes out. I was so upset. And one of them worked there. No kidding. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. And they went on and I, it was a 25 minute segment. I am going to be extremely honest here. And this is probably going to get me a little bit of hate. Everybody says, you know, it's slut shaming. It's victim shaming. We right. shouldn't tell people what to wear. Women should wear what they want. I agree with that. 
I think if you want to dress like Harley Quinn right. and show off your legs or show off whatever. It's your life. It's your life. But you, you can are wear whatever asking you want. For... But once again, we don't live in a perfect world. I right. don't. People say things, people do things, and I'm not saying that any of this is your fault. No. None of it is your right. fault. People are idiots. Right. It's like, okay, here's a good example. Breastfeeding in public. You're feeding your kid. I get it. It's food for your kid. Right. You have to do it. It's a natural thing. That's the way God created us is what we're supposed to do. Right. Your breasts are not supposed to be a sexualized thing. Right. But they are. Because right. of society, because of the world we live in and the way things are. Is it right? It is so wrong. It is so, so wrong. I should be able to bust these babies right. out and feed Quinn anytime I want. But people are going to look at me and people are going to judge me. And that sucks. And that is no different, I think, than this. I agree. And I think my thing was, for me, I would expect that from the strangers on the internet, and I didn't care. Like, when someone online would be like, she's a skank, I can see, like, you know, too much of her thigh. You say what you want. I don't know you, a-hole. But I knew these people. They were, like, at my wedding. These were men I trusted. These were people that I thought wanted to help me with my career, and they still do. And And to this day, they probably have no idea that that was offensive. It's extremely offensive. But I thought they were cool. I was working with a thrift store to make the costume. And, like, I had a freaking toy gun in it. The photos were outside. I wasn't like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was wearing a skirt and a halter top. I just feel like people can turn anything into something. But And they thought they were being funny, making fun of me, which part of it was funny. They were, like, making fun of, oh, Jackie did another costume. It's funny. But then it twisted... And they started making those comments. So then people were like zooming in on my photos and trying to see my butt. But here at the end of the day, what'd you do? Nothing. Right. I laughed it off and everyone said, they're so funny. That show's so funny. They're hilarious. hilarious. They're so funny. Real funny. I feel awesome now. Then I didn't do any photos for like two months because I was like embarrassed. Well, I'm glad you didn't stop doing it. Yeah. Then I was like. Screw it. I'm just going to do it again because I like to. Because you like dressing up right. in costume. It's what you I like, like to do. To do. Uh, yeah. I just I just think about, you know, you've got every story under the sun. I've got all these stories about right. things that have happened. And that we're not even like sharing probably everything that's no, happened. I and mean, we quarter. could go on and on. But like people have been fired up about the Me Too thing. Right. And sharing the Me Too status. Which is basically sharing just hashtag Me Too on Facebook. Yeah. And it all started with Alyssa Milano. And it was like, basically, if we all share Me Too, if we've been sexually harassed or sexually assaulted, people start to realize the magnitude of the problem. I do think that all these people sharing Me Too probably is helping people understand the magnitude of the problem. Right. Because I think... You're talking about it. We're sitting here talking about it right now. We are. And I mean, I, I talked about this on the air the other day. How do we get the next generation or people our age to start speaking up? Because we didn't. We didn't. No. I was afraid that I was going to cause problems at work and that maybe like the boss was going to give me trouble when my contract was up. Like I was terrified. Oh, yeah. I still get convinced people think I'm difficult because for stupid reasons, Mm -hmm. because I'm arguing for the same things everyone else has. Right. I'm difficult because I'm arguing or I'm argumentative. Right. And our, my morning show partner, Ken Evans, said that. He goes, I ask a lot of questions. I ask a lot of people. He goes, people, because I'm a guy, would never say, you know, like a right. woman doing it would be a bitch. But I instead, I'm I'm a go-getter. Yeah. I, I we care. We know you're a go-getter. We know yeah. you're, you know, 
you're excited. But for us, we would have been totally labeled a bitch or, oh, my God, she's, she's really difficult. She's, she's difficult. She's difficult. I got told in this building I was argumentative like seven times. Seriously? Yeah. Um, I come in and do an afternoon show. How am I argumentative? Here's the thing, and I know what examples you're talking of. It's not argumentative. It's giving an opinion. Yeah. You're not giving allowed an to have one. Like, it's unbelievable, and it's, it's not like that anymore. Right. But it's pretty terrible when you do feel that way at work. Right. Which is why, going back to it, you don't say anything. Right. We have to somehow diminish this fear that's in all and a lot of women. If you have stood up and that's happened at work or anywhere, mm-hmm. let's say somebody grabbed your ass at a party. Same thing. Same thing. Say so. Oh, I just hit my face. I'm like, say something. Don't keep you it to yourself to. and like bitch to your friends about it. Say something. I'm blessed to have never been touched by anybody like that. No one's ever done that to me. No, I would lose my mind. I've had my ass grabbed like more than once. I would lose my damn mind. But I. We don't, don't live in me. a perfect world. I was right. partying. I was at the bar. I was jumping do? up on a table. God right. knows. And I think a lot of that goes back to like why in my adulthood I didn't say things when I should have. Right. Because that boss said that to me. I should have said something. Oh, totally. But there were things that have happened around. I'm right. just going to say around that people should have lost their jobs over and they didn't. Oh, easily. When I was here one day, I came in and I was wearing athletic capris. Capris. And I walked in and there was a guy who works with us outside smoking. And he said, you know, men don't find those short pants sexy. Did you say I'm not dressing for you? Yeah. and I, Well, I said, I'm not trying to be sexy. I'm at work. I just got done with a run. <laughs> like, I don't. Right. And then it was quiet because I was arguing. And it said, and he said, I'm just saying they don't find them sexy. And I said, I didn't ask if they were sexy. And right I'm, now I'm really arguing like I was starting like you're pissed like I was pissed yeah and he said all right well I'm just saying they're not sexy okay why what you need to drop this right mm-hmm. so I'm mad we get in the elevator and we go upstairs and this person doesn't drop it. goes to another man in the office and says hey hey tell Jackie that we don't like men don't think those short pants she's wearing are sexy oh my god I'm like now oh, I'm like mad I'm, hearing this I'm sitting I'm standing there and I'm on the third floor, where not only is my GM there, who could have probably heard it. I don't know if he did. There's Every sales staff's there. Can hear them yelling about how my pants aren't sexy. Two other women are there. No one says anything. They just let them keep attacking me about how my pants aren't sexy. Wow. And I said, knock it off. You got mad? I was just so upset. Yeah. And they, and, they, and they just kept chuckling back and forth like we were all joking. When I was obviously mad. So they came up here. I called you. Yeah. I was so upset. I remember and that day. And you said... Go tell someone because that's bull crap. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell anybody. I did a break on air about it. I said, have you ever been told something uncomfortable? Which is an outlet we have to get back at somebody. You know, <laughs> that you felt was wrong. And I told the story and I didn't name names just like I'm not now. And I got a bunch of calls. The person who said it texted me and said, gold break right there. Good job, Jack. Are you serious? Yes. I'm talking about like, you. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. How about an apology? Right. But no. Like, that. Do you think he knew? He hadn't known it was about him. It was the exact story I just told you on oh air. God. I literally told it on air. I'm wearing a pair of athletic capris, and a man in my building said, you know, yeah. those pants aren't sexy. It upset me. Have you ever been told something that you think is out of line by a coworker? How did you respond? I love that that's what you did with it. And he I wrote, feel like, good break, Jack. 
Oh, my God. And I feel bad. But the thing is this. I know he's just ignorant to this. He really doesn't know. And so do I hate him because of it? No. I think people are learning from this. I think all this stuff coming out, the Me Too status is you and I doing this. People are learning from this. You spoke up in your own way with that by talking about it on the air. Right. Management should have been notified. But I know why you didn't, because it's no different than why I didn't in the past. I just think that this is bringing a lot of awareness to what the hell's going on. Right. Because that's not appropriate to say. Now, if my husband, if I'm right, if I'm like, I'm going to wear these pants, I think they're sassy. And he says, I hate those short pants. I don't find them. You know, I don't like them. That's different. Right. But you're not my husband. No, you're my. You don't have the right to tell me what pants you think are sexy that I wear. Because now I'm going to think. It certainly isn't something you should be hearing from a coworker because you shouldn't be dressing for them or getting up in the morning going, you know, I really think X thinks I look sexy today. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Well, to get even, this coworker, he like prided himself on looking young. So his birthday was coming up and I said, (laughs) I go, how old are you going to be? Like 42? And he said, No. How old do you think I am? And I go, I don't know, like 39, 40. And he said, you don't think I look that old. Everyone thinks I look young. And I go, I don't know. I'm just telling you what I think. (laughs) And I held it together so good. I was so mad. And he was like, okay, okay. You're just saying that because you're mad at me. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. You look old. I could listen to Jackie tell a story. All day, every day. Make sure you check out the live feed on YouTube right now if you're listening in your car because her facial expressions when she just told that story were off the chains. <laughs> off the chain. <laughs> off the chain. That was funny though. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I feel like as I get older and like as these as these things come out, I feel more empowered to talk about it now. Me too. I feel more empowered to talk about it. Hashtag me too. Me too. (laughs) I feel like if I'm pissed about something, if something is said to me that is inappropriate, I don't feel okay about it. I feel like I can light someone up about it now. And I am. That's why I think this whole movement and this whole everybody talking about it, putting it out in the open is phenomenal. I think Jackie. It hurts no one. It hurts no one. It's wonderful. Tell everybody. If something's happening to you, talk about it. Right. Tell somebody. Don't be like us. Go into management. Don't be worried about being viewed as difficult. Right. Share your opinion if you have one. What you think matters. And if it truly doesn't, didn't bother you, then there's that. Right. That's your life. And if you don't care that someone talks to you that way, then that's that's fine, too. Right. And that's people were kind of banging on the Me Too uh, hashtag because they thought that it was forcing other people to share even if they weren't ready to. Like, they felt pressure. I haven't shared a Me Too status. I've talked about it now twice, once in the air right. during the morning show and then now. But I don't think you should feel pressured. Like Jackie said, no, it's, it didn't make I you didn't feel uncomfortable. I didn't put it on social media. I didn't write Me Too. I didn't start that. No. Not that there's anything wrong no, with that. I like the people it's are doing life. it. It's your life. Do you. Right. Do what you want. But if you take anything away from today... It's happened to a lot of people. And these are just our stories. And I guarantee people have way worse than what we have. Oh, yeah. Way worse. Absolutely. And like, still, part of me felt bad telling some of them because I like the people I'm talking about. Like There are people that have done things to me that are inappropriate that I also like. I still like them. Like, yeah. I'm not a bad person, but you ticks me off and I should have just said something then. But I know you're not listening, so I don't really care. <laughs> 
<laughs> to all the guys I talked about. I know you're not listening. <laughs> God, I hope you're right. <laughs> no, I'm right. No, I hope they do watch and listen. I do. Are you kidding? Right. They need to be made aware of what they said right. or did to you was not okay, even if it was years ago. Same well, with whoever I was talking like about you earlier. Said, though, and then part of the problem continues because each moment that stuff happened, other than the last one I just told when I got, I did get mad. Yeah. I didn't say anything, but I got mad. I made it clear that I wasn't unhappy with the comments. Right. Other than that instance, I never said a word. Like when the show was talking about my photos, I laughed. I was like, ah, yeah. yeah, they're, they're sexy, I guess. Uh ah. When I thought, look how cool my makeup looked, you know, like, like so legit, like, you know yeah. what I mean? But they didn't. So instead I just laughed because, oh, I guess at least I'm getting publicity. I'll just let it go. Right. And so like we have to stop letting right. this stuff go. And I do feel like this hashtag and everybody talking about this instead of sweeping it under the rug, like we've done. Right. Like a lot of people have done because everybody's talking about it. It makes you feel empowered to talk about it. And you feel better. You do feel yeah, better to talk about chest. it. And we each have daughters. One day I'm going to have to sit Quinn down and say, listen, oh, yeah. when these things happen, if somebody grabs your boob, if, if somebody you says something inappropriate, someone. somebody tells you the pants that you're wearing aren't sexy enough for men. You got to tell somebody because yeah. otherwise it just continues this sweeping everything under the rug and makes things seem OK. Right. It, it's it's not OK. Nope. <laughs> it's not okay. It ain't okay. And I think people are going to start thinking about what they say. In I fact, hope. my morning show partner today looked at me and goes, you know, I I don't think that I've done anything that has offended women. He goes, but I'm maybe I did say something that I didn't know. Like right. he's genuinely concerned that he may have said. Now, that has not happened between us. Right. I doubt he has because he thinks before he talks and would never say anything right. offensive. But... It's making him think about what he says before it comes out of his mouth. Like my husband and his friends are like that. Like they just they don't talk that way to people. They don't. You know what I mean? That's not their yeah. thing. Now, they're close friends of mine. If I put something on that was really revealing, they might be like, dang, Jackie, showing enough skin. <laughs> Danger. But they wouldn't ever make me feel uncomfortable. You know right. what I mean? Yes. And yes. that's because they're smart and respectful. Yes. They, they don't look at me as someone different than them because I'm a woman. And I think this is making people be smart and respectful. Right. Consider what is. you're saying to somebody. One of our coworkers, and not to go back into this, but she was pregnant. Like, this happened a long time ago, so obviously it was a different time in this business. Not that it makes any of it okay. Right. But she was pregnant. She was on a meeting with somebody, one of her higher-ups. And he said, you know, I've always wanted to F a pregnant girl. What? Case in point. No. Yeah. What did she say back? She laughed it off. We talked about it. Yeah, She's like, ah, ha, ha. I laughed it off. She told me that. She's like, I would never do that now. Because everybody's talking about yeah. it. So keep talking about it. Keep saying what you feel. If something makes you uncomfortable at work, say something. Don't sweep it under the rug and then talk about it 10 years later. Right. Don't learn wait from us. Long. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that wraps up our Me Too conversation. Me Too. But... In true Jackie and Rachel fashion. We oh. must play FMK. Crap, did we think of someone? I thought we were going to do the Chris's. The Chris's? Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Chris's. This is so exciting. Hold on. Hold on. We need a third Chris, Chris though. Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth. We had a, another Chris. Pratt, Hemsworth, and Pont. No. Who? Who's what the were you Chris? about to say? I was just going to grab my phone and Google other Chris's, and then I realized my phone's doing the video. Oh, okay. I was okay. going to Chris Pine. Is that an actor? But that's not yeah, who Chris I was, Pine. But that's not who I was thinking of. No. Chris Hemsworth. Chris, Chris Rock. Wait, who's the guy that plays Captain America? Is his name Chris? 
Chris Evans. Thank you! Thank you. How did he hear that? I don't know. Ken Evans just came in the room and shouted Chris <laughs> Evans. He must be listening or watching oh this God. somewhere. <laughs> Chris Evans. So okay. Pat, Evans. Pratt, Evans, and Hemsworth. And Hemsworth. Okay. Oh God. All right. You go first because, I mean, it's like superhero mania. Okay. I'm going to marry Chris Pratt mm-hmm. because he's hilarious. <laughs> okay. I'm going to F. Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Let's be real. He's mm-hmm. Thor. And He's I guess Thor. I'll be killing Chris Evans. Okay. Bye-bye, Captain. Welp, see you later. Okay, I actually am not deviating from that at all, but for different reasons. Chris Pratt is amazing. So funny. Those thighs. Hashtag Chris Pratt is, thighs wait, is an Instagram account that you are, can follow. We should pr- probably pause. Why? Because we're talking about Me Too. Do you think that... Oh my God, are we being inappropriate? I almost wonder. Okay, well, we're going to get back to you next week. <laughs> no, we're going to finish FMK because we can still play FMK because we play it with all genders. But now I'm concerned. I think you might be right. See? Reevaluating. <laughs> it makes you think. <laughs> okay, now I'm not going to go into it. Now I'm judging men's bodies. You're allowed to say who you'd F, who you'd kill, and who you'd Pot, marry. This is the kettle. <laughs> yeah. Sup, it's me, Black. <laughs> okay, I'm marrying Chris Pratt. I'm I'm banging Chris Hemsworth and I'm killing Chris Evans because I think he's wimpy. Oh no, I think he's really tough. You do? He's Captain America. Yeah, I know, but I don't like Captain America. Oh, I'm into it. Really? I just had to pick one. Okay. <laughs> Next we're week we're gonna reevaluate that. with women, yeah. so we don't feel bad about this. Yes, because we totally that went one. Like <laughs> my mind is blown right Most now. Most contradictory thing ever. We're so contradictory. Yeah. Okay. What hip- We're hypocrites. <laughs> Download the Gray and Green Show. You can find it on iTunes. You can also hit us up, Gray and Green Podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Gray Green Show on Twitter. Are we missing anything? I don't think so. No? Okay. Make sure you find us on uh, Jackie's YouTube page. Are you going to change it to the Gray and Green Show on YouTube? Yeah, I'll start okay. messing with it when I get to work later today. Cool, dude. All right. We're out of here. Bye. Major art theft in Boston overnight. Two thieves posing as police officers overpowered museum guards. Very dramatically said, gentlemen, this is a robbery. A part of our heritage has been stolen. This horrible thing occurred in 1990. Everything changed because of that. Someone on the inside helped the thieves. From the guys who brought you Missing Maura Murray and Crawl Space. Empty Frames will be available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts on February 6th.